Triad Bombshell, Jeremy Cameron wants out with grand finalist Geelong, his preferred destination. Fairy tale finish, will the little master Gary Ablett go out on a high, or will Brendan Gale's promise of three flags by 2020 be complete for the Tiger Army? Andrew Emily comes into the studio for a second time. It's a very special edition of the Centre Square podcast. Uh, the winner of the 2006 Smith medal is Andrew Emily of the West Coast Eagles. And I declare the winner of the 2019 Brownlow Medal, Nathan Pye of the Fremantle Football Club. Shade from the mountain. Needs to be in perfect years. He's got the most impossible goal. From inside the centre square, boys kick the goal. Hello all, welcome back. It is the grand final edition of the Centre Square podcast on 91.3 Sport FM. We've been do- doing the weekly episodes all year and now we're down to two teams fighting it out for footy's biggest prize. As always, I'm Ethan Roth and we've got all the boys here today. Cal and Bray off to the side, but Noah and Luca to start. Boys, how are we before the- we introduce the special guest? Yeah, good. So, I've, um, you know, I think I've had about three or four months off since I've been on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've got some time off work and uh, I'm excited for grand final episode and um, Noah, how are you going? Yeah, good. I um, hopefully work's not listening, but I skipped work for this, so I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got got to get the priorities straight. Um, we've brought someone back. Uh, he knows finals partic- and particularly grand finals uh, better than anyone else. Um, it's good to get a, a guest in person because you know as much as good as it is over the phone, um, in studio guests, you know, just provide that bit it's of extra excitement. It's not the same. Yeah, it is not the same. Um, so he's a premiership player, Norm Smith medalist, is one of the best. Part of the, one of the best midfields ever seen in those mid 2000s. It's 250 game West Coast Eagles legend Andrew Embley. Embley, as you came on here September of 2019, uh, how's it feel to be back? And we saw you did that video with the AFL a few days, a few days ago, so you must be really looking forward to Saturday. Good on you, lads. Yeah, definitely nice to be back. Um, September last year, so it's been 12 months, and I'll tell you mm. what, a fair bit has happened in the last 12 months too, hey? Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Who would have thought this time last year that we would be having a grand final at the Gabba? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and in October. So. That's right, in October. So it's been strange. We've got Richmond and the Cats. It's such a great week, grand final week. As we know, it's normally September, and normally I'm in Melbourne for it, but this year's very, very different. So, um, now well done to those two teams. They uh, they both won prelims last week, and as we know, probably most people thought it would go Brisbane Port Adelaide Grand Final. So it's uh, finals footy. You got to come to play, and both Richmond and Geelong delivered last week. So yeah, looking forward to a cracking Grand Final. Yeah, and I saw you predicted uh, Lockie Neal to win the Norms with the Brownlow Premiership. <laughs> Didn't quite yeah. happen. Yeah. That's how much I know. <laughs> I've uh, I've had a shocking week last week. I uh, everything that I said and in every interview that I did got totally wrong. So. <laughs> I can yeah. assure you guys, as much as you played a bit of football and think you know a bit about the game, you clearly don't. <laughs> yeah, you've been on a few podcasts I've seen lately, especially you know with finals. But since we've already discussed your career, we're going to you know obviously preview Saturday's decider, all the key matchups, um, each side you know strengths and weaknesses, and we'll also have some segments along the way um, with starting within strife with Luca. Yeah, so you've yeah. Got so I've done in strife for a while, but um, you know a couple I've written down here. Um, yeah, Brownlow night. Um, Sunday night, so um, yeah. First of all, the committee of the Brownlow for um, the mark of the year with Sam Walsh. You know, Nat Fife does that every every single week about three times a game. Um, yes, it took some courage and it was a good mark, but 
was it really mark of the year? Mm. Um, Ian Hills so. was yeah, Bobby Hills mine. was yeah. yeah, and even Charlie Dixon took a one hand yeah, one hand falling one. backwards, but yeah, going Sam Walsh for, for mark yeah. of the year and um, you know fair if, bit of courage. If that's the best mark in our game this year, I don't yeah, it just doesn't look right. I, I don't think yeah. Well, and f- another in strife following on from a. Uh, from Sunday night, um, Lockie Neal in a little bit of strife. I know he left Frio, um, not the happiest man, but you know, to not even mention that oh. Fremantle was a bit, um, a little bit disappointing <laughs> yeah, from him. So. You big Frio supporter? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah massive, massive Fremantle supporter. So. I mean, he did mention <laughs> Ross Lyon a bit, but yeah, oh, but you know, he, he if it wasn't for Nat Fife and Fremantle, he wouldn't even be anywhere close to a, uh, <laughs> a Fremantle. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, but, yeah. Anyway. Um, and then yeah, GWS in strife as well. You know they're moving out of the uh, probably their premiership windows mm. closing a little bit. Um, you know made it a couple of years ago, and um, you know I think Jeremy Cameron he's wanting out. Yeah. Um, so I think he was somewhere Geelong. Was mm. it? Yeah. He yeah he wants to go to Geelong. I think Collingwood Cow off to the side. He said Collingwood he's going to go to Collingwood, but I think Geelong, yeah, um, which is a bit of a distraction I guess for them going into this week. But yeah, they'll they'll want to sign him. But how good's um, Harry Perryman he. Right in the Form, ground, former guest, yeah, former four guest. votes. Yeah, he was yeah. leading at one point. He could, he could yeah, yeah. so that's all right. Yeah, yeah. and any more? Oh, there's um, a couple more uh, in strife. That was all uh, I had for, yeah. for in strife. Yeah. Okay. Oh, last one was you wrote it down. Was the AFL for, uh, mm. suggesting the new rule change? Uh, yeah. If it's if it's a defender punching the ball out of bounds on the full, that it should Ooh, be a free wow. kick. That shouldn't even be suggested. Yeah. What what's your stupid. take on that one, Embers? The Golden Fist? Oh, I think Backman have been getting away with too much for a long period of time. <laughs> so I'm on the forwards bandwagon. Chopping the arms definitely is a good thing. We want forwards to get 100 goals. So, yes, Backman, <laughs> if you can penalise them as much as we can, bugger them off. So we want to see we need the, more forwards the high, in the, the high game. scoring game. <laughs> and there's, there was just one more in strife as well. Um, so. Winding back the clock, there was an interview, uh, I think, Gary Lyon did with Richmond boss Brendan Gale. And Gary Lyon, in that interview, he was, like, roasting him, saying, you know, Brendan Gale saying they're going to win three flags by 2020. Um, and Richmond, if they win, obviously, on, on Saturday, they're going to have that third flag. And it's going to um, make Gary Lyon look a bit silly. So, you know, obviously, 10 years ago, no one would have thought that with the Tigers. But it'll just be, um, yeah, interesting to see that. But, uh, Noah, we're going to go to the chips now, yeah. So I'll start with the leaderboard, um, which I'm more than happy to read out. <laughs> Ethan, sitting in last for the finals leaderboard. Two out of eight, unfortunately. Equal last. Equal last. Cow, also on two out of eight. Bray, four out of eight. Luca, seven out of eight. And myself, seven out of eight. So i tell you what, boys. When finals time comes around, you've got to play. Yeah. All right? You've, Me and Luca uh, last Ethan, all year. Ethan and Bray and Cow, you were all leading early in the year. But when it comes to finals time, it's you know that's when the real... Real heroes are shown, and yeah, you yeah. know Embers has done it on the big stage. He's he's played big <laughs> finals, um, but yeah, good to see me and Noah. Yeah, um, equal winners on that one. So, we'll um, so we'll, well, obviously there's only one game to tip. So Richmond versus Geelong, 4:30 p.m. Um, at the Gabba. Um, that's 4:30 p.m. Western time, Australian yeah. time as well. Yeah. So third versus uh, third versus fourth, with Richmond going in as the favourites by about 40 cents. Um, it'd probably be more if it was at the MCG, um, and that would probably play into the Cats' hands, being at the Gabba. Um, the Tigers do have a lot of ex- uh, Premiership experience now, but Geelong still need a hand or have a handful of them. Um, so they'll be looking to pass that experience on with some getting some more mm. Premiership players, which would be ideal. Do you know how many of their players are actually still like Premiership? Oh, there's, players? A, there's, there's, there's a few, five, yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. It'd be an absolute fairy tale if Gary Ablett was to win a flag in his last game, yeah, and if be, Patrick Dangerfield, Gary, so. yeah, if Dangerfield could really cap off his career with a flag. 
because what has he got? Idol Australians, Brownlow, Brownlow, yeah. MVP. Like he's pretty much done everything, yeah. apart from Norm Smith. Could yeah. get that this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, both of these teams set up behind the ball so well, and um, they're both so organised. So it will be interesting to see the tactics and strategies behind breaking down both mm. of those defences. Um, and hopefully it's a close grand final because there's nothing worse than seeing yeah. a blowout. And I think Harry Taylor's going to play on Tom Lynch. Uh, that'll be interesting because I think Tom Lynch could, you know, easily break the game open. But who, who? No, we'll start with your tip. Yeah, um, I'm just going to go Richmond first. I kind of don't hope they win because um, I'm sick of seeing Richmond. I didn't even want them to make the grand final, but <laughs> yeah. a bit of a safe tip. I'm going to go Richmond, and mm-hmm. um, I'll do my Norm Smith as well. Yeah, uh, Basher Hawley, um, oh, yeah. arguably been robbed twice, so <laughs> I think they might look after him this time, even if he plays a decent game. Hopefully, but yeah. Uh, that, there's my tips. Yeah, Ambers? Uh, leaning towards Richmond, and I'm going to go Dusty again. So, oh. unlike uh, old Basher here, who has probably been robbed by Dusty <laughs> a couple of times in the last three years, I just reckon that um, it could be a little bit wet, so you need someone around mm-hmm. the contest that's going to win the football, and Dusty's uh, a proven yeah. match winner time yeah. and time again, and I reckon he'll become the first player to ever win three Norm Smith yeah. medals. Yeah. I think yeah, the one he won last year, I think, was probably a bit more deserving than 2017 because he had four goals and, and 22 disposals. And then Basha Hawley, I think, probably was the standout in 2017. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to be surprised if Dusty wins. I've seen some stuff on social media saying he'll get one touch and he'll still get it. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah well, just, I think... Um, you know, for Noah Basher, Hooli's just got to put on the uh, on jersey number four, so uh, you know, he'd be a chance to win. But yeah, I'm going to back Richmond in here. Um, you know, I've played finals for the last five or so years, and they've had mountains of experience up there. And um, yeah, they've proven that they can do it on the big stage. And um, I'm going to go a bit off track here, but um, Tom Lynch, Norm Tom Smith Lynch. for me, and he'll kick five. So. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to agree. I'm going to go Richmond as well. I I do want Geelong to win, but. Um, yeah, I just hope it's not a belting, you know. I hope it's some sort of, you know, it's a bit close. But I'm going to go Shane Edwards for the Norseth medal. He's a, he's proved himself in finals. Um, it's a bit left left field, but um, yeah, I'm going to. I was considering Shay Bolton as well because he, you know, he's really improved. But um, yeah, I'm going to go Shane Edwards. I think he's at twenty one dollars. I think he's the lowest um, ranked like Norseth medal favorite favorite because obviously you know they don't yeah. put everyone in on the odds, but um. Embers, what, what are some of the key matchups you're sort of looking forward to seeing? Well, grand final day, um, when you get there, you obviously do a lot of things right. And, and both sides are very good defensively. I think Richmond are the best team in the competition in getting the game played on their terms. So they're able to nullify the opposition, what they do really well, and, and get the game played on the ground. They're a knock-on surge on. They're not a pretty football club. And that's why they've always had a really good record against sides like West Coast mm. um, that like to kick control because they take that away from, from the Eagles. And um, But we know how good Geelong are defensively as well. So potentially this time of the year, October, night game, a little bit of rain around, the ball could be on the ground. I think that suits both sides because Geelong play that really good contested possession game of football and, and that's what it comes to down to on, on grand final day it's, it's the contest and it's been hard around it and then it's that territory game and you only can win territory on the back of being strong um, in that contest winning contested possessions getting the game going your way and then a forward line that just, just fights in there so the Tigers do that well they They've got players there that can compete in there. Jack Rewalt, you know, um, probably hasn't 
have the season. Been out, been out the last, yeah, last two weeks, hasn't. Been. But he just stands up, and there's no reason why Jack Rewalt just come, you know, can play mm. the game of his life this weekend. Yeah. You yeah. Know, Lynch just getting better and better with the last sort of few games that he's played. But then you've got guys like Lambert in the last week stands up, kicks two mm. goals in the last quarter, underrated. You know, Rioli, just a few little signs that Rioli could just turn mm. it on um, this week. We know how good Castagna is. Um, then on the flip side of that with the Cats, obviously Hawkins has had such a great year. He just wants supply. So mm. that ball goes inside forward 50. And one thing that Geelong have done this year quite well is that, you know, the, they've got Simpson back into the side in recent weeks, starting to find some football. Duncan's having a really good year. And so that's giving Chris Scott the um, the chance to be able to send Dangerfield a little bit more forward. We know how you know, dangerous Dangerfield mm. is um, forward. So I still reckon um, that Dangerfield's going to have to spend probably more 60-40, 60% midfield this week, especially if it is a little bit wet. You want your best players around the contest. And I just don't think um, you know, Dangerfield probably can have the luxury of spending too much time inside forward 50 this week. So mm. uh, I think that's going to be important. We saw Gary Ablett, you know, turn it on in that third quarter, wound back the clock. Um, he's got the ability to be able to do that. So um, again, always it's always around the contest. Nan Curvis was huge last week. So big job for Stanley up against him this week. And, you know, I think whichever team is harder around the contest, we know both are super um, good defensively, so you know, I think you mentioned it before. Whichever side can sort of break that, um, you know, break the other team and, and get the ball inside forward fifty and score. You wouldn't expect it to be a, a high-scoring game, but um, you know, whichever team can sort of you know hit that scoreboard and uh, will will give themselves a huge chance. Yeah. And do you think there's anything in particular that led to you playing so well in the 2006 Grand Final? Did you focus on anything going into the game, or was it just keeping it simple and um? No, I, so I role? missed um I missed the. Uh, two games. So I missed the last game of the regular season and the first final with a shoulder. And I, to be in hindsight, it was probably the two weeks that actually freshened me up. I was I was playing okay, but sometimes you know with a long season, you don't know it at the time. But just having those two weeks just to give my body a bit of a spell, I got myself did some really good running. So and, and just got myself really fit and and felt like I had some good games leading up to the grand final. So um, you know, I had the the Western Bulldogs final because we lost the first one. So we had a limited nation final against them played well then had a pretty big prelim as well and so felt like I was just sort of starting to you know um, you know get my um, get my confidence going and and then grand final day I think on the back of what happened in 05 just felt like I was ready and the team was ready so um, and always you, you got to sort of tell yourself even if it's not true you sort of almost got to tell yourself that you're a, you're a big game player or mm. a big finals player and even from a young age I played in a couple of grand finals at Bassinane Junior Football Club you know as a 12 or 13 year old and just sort of played well so, so somehow I thought well just because I play well as a 13 year old I have to play well in the grand final but it's amazing that that psyche of just you know just reinforcing and telling yourself that you're a, you're a big game player it was probably all crap but it certainly worked yeah. for me and yeah. you mentioned on the weekend you know it might be wet do you think there's going to be any team changes? And then on the back of that, um, what are your thoughts on the people saying Richmond are undisciplined? Yeah, um, you'd be unlucky to, to get dropped. I think um, I can't see, because both sides are not, not necessarily that tall. So I can't see... I mean, there's potentially Josh Caddy there could come in for the Tigers, but who are you replaced him with? And mm. you look at some of the, you know, the small forwards that play their role, Castagna, Lambert keep his two goals. He's not going to get dropped. Rioli's, you know, back into the side now and, and playing well. So I think um, I'd be surprised if both sides um, uh, 
well, they, sh- they should go in unnamed or unchanged. So um, on the back of that. And then in regards to being undisciplined, oh, I think Lynch is probably the one you're probably alluding to. And, um, you know, he's trying to be that big sort of key forward that's uh, that's you know trying to stand up for his teammates at the moment. I think he's just got to be mindful and be careful. You don't want to be giving away ridiculous free kicks and being undisciplined on grand final day. Um, so I um, I think they've got a, a hard edge to them, Richmond. They've been there. They've done that. They've been, without doubt, the best team in the last three years to four years. Um, it was only that Mason Cox, you know, second quarter, was it, when he... You know, mm. hurt Richmond in that prelim that yeah. um, cost them probably another grand final. So yeah. um, they're, they're flying at the moment, and I think um, their their best is good enough, and they're starting to believe that they are the best. So yeah. I um I wouldn't say they're undisciplined team, no. Mm, yeah, I think that's fair enough. But um, what I was going to ask is obviously grand final week. How busy of a, a time of year is this for you? All this, all this media stuff, you know, with the Norm Smith and that. Yeah, yeah. So normally this week, this week's been probably a little bit quieter than normal. Um, so normally in Melbourne for grand final week, and there's always yeah plenty of functions and and plenty of um, things to do. So it's mm. always a, a good week, and and Melbourne do it really well. Like you know, there's breakfast, there's lunch, um, there's, there's so much going mm. on. So um, yeah, normally sort of get the week over there, and one of my former teammates who was a bit older than me, but we. Um, we got on obviously we get on really well as Glenn Jakovic who um, he was 92 and 94 and I got the tail end off him so every year Jacko and I um, normally sort of get together on the Tuesday and we have a few beers and we we dissect the grand final we chat mm. about and we uh, we always seem to think that we know what's going on but we never get it right but um, yeah, so anyway this year we uh, we're not going to be in Melbourne but we're just sort of at the moment working out what we're going to do so whether we we catch up together yeah. maybe tomorrow and and uh, and go through it. We always seem to think yeah. that we know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was finals footy, so um, mm. yeah, anything can happen. So yeah, and you'll be uh, firing up that that barbecue that, that you are yeah. put together on the yeah. AFL dot com. Yeah, you see that, boys? Yeah, um, good old Bunny saying, "Do anything for a free." Barbie. Was that was that your house? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they um, they came over and. Um, they are just yeah talking about great finals moments and um, and that's you know like and my moment was obviously Rowan Jones because a lot of people don't remember everyone thinks about the the chick smother and the hunter goal or, or other big moments but when you um and you know my my memories of the game are a little bit sort of clouded because I haven't sort of sat down and um and watched it you know for probably ten years so. But my memories are, you know, that that final sort of you know twenty seconds because I was in um, City's defensive fifty at the time. And they had a very open forward line, and and obviously to switch the play. And you guys, you know, no, you just don't do that. <laughs> Daniel Kerr's a risk taker, and uh, that's probably why he's gotten so much trouble. And so he um he switched the play, and wasn't a great option. But Ron Jones was, you know, just had to go, and it was that his moment, won. and it was just a really important one-on-one contest yeah. that he won for us. Well, um, me and Bray, we had Mitch Brown on last week over yeah. the phone, and yeah. the amount of times he brought up uh, Rowan Jones, like yeah. all the you know selfish, selflessness stuff he did, and just like how much of a, a good teammate. He was and you know obviously probably not remembered for you know yeah. being one of the like a, a judd or something but yeah just a great a team player i guess yeah trusted selfless and you just one of the first picked every week because of the fact that you just knew what he was going to give there was no gap between his best and worst he was just so consistent and and often um went underrated purely because of you know playing a half forward role and and nullifying some of the best halfback um in the game and and so um you know stopping their supply and their run and carry whilst you know finding the ball 15 times and kicking a goal and and other times finding it more yeah very nice so uh anything else you two uh 
Luca and Noel want to touch on before we uh, wrap up part one? No, I think we'll let the other boys jump on and um, yep. here you go, the Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it for me. Uh, yeah. Go Tigers. Yeah, so we're going to take a small pause now. We'll return with Brian Cowers. The highly anticipated quiz with our special guest, Andrew Embley, approaches along with Good Call and Bad Call. Brian Cow, you've been uh, sitting, now you're in the prime uh, prime time spots. Um, how are you and Cow? I must ask, are you nervous about the quiz with Embers? Oh, a little bit. Don't know what questions you've whipped up for me and me and Embers, so a bit nervous. Probably hoping not to get it sweeped. As, you, as you're saying, I probably will, but, <laughs> but yeah. no one, none of you boys have won a quiz, so... I won one, I think, one. Yeah. at the very start. Very, very start. start. It's been a long time. Yeah. yeah but Noah said the questions are good, he read them for, but Bray, how are you? Yeah, I'm great. Uh, big game coming up this weekend, so can't wait uh, for all for it to go down. Yeah, so you've had some time to think. So who are your selections for Saturday and the Norm Smith as well? Yeah, well, uh, after the semi-final performance from Geelong, I'm going to back them in at the Gabba. Uh, they're looking pretty good. So I'm going to back Geelong in. I'm going to go Patrick Dangerfield to win Norm Smith. I Very reckon standard. He'll, he'll add that to his accolades. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Richmond. I mean, they're experienced at grand finals, finals. I think it's going to be too much for Geelong. They're going to know what to do. And um, I'm going to go Dusty Norsmere. <laughs> just just uh, the Dusty. Are you going for Richmond, though? Yeah, I'm going for Richmond. You're going for Richmond. Yeah, I'm going for Richmond, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and any key matchups you're looking forward to? Any sort of ones we haven't really touched on or anything else in the game? Um... No, not really, bro. Maybe a bit of feisty stuff. Bit of feisty Tom Lynch stuff. and some <laughs> defenders. Maybe some of that. That'd mm. be uh, good to watch. Bit yeah. of that go down. Uh, but yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna uh, do good call, bad call now. So I got the statements on my phone. So brain embers at the same time, just from finals and a bit of everything from the year. Just at the same time, say good call, bad call. So we'll get started. Um, Dustin Martin is the best ever finals player. Good call. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say good call. Two normies. Two normies. <laughs> Potentially three. Uh, <laughs> um, Port Adelaide deserve a tick for season 2020. Good call. Good call. Uh, there should be more than 30,000 fans allowed into the Gabba on Saturday night. Good call. I don't think there's too many active cases in Brisbane at the mm. moment, Queensland. Yeah, it's a hard one because what's the capacity there? 38, I think. Yeah, well... Why wouldn't you just make it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Push it up, yeah. Good call then. Yeah. Um, Adam Trelaw won't be a Collingwood Magpie yet despite being a contracted player. He's going. I'll say that. So, bad call. Yeah. Bad good call. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um. I reckon if Cameron was going to get to Collingwood somehow, they'd have to offload Trelaw mm. just for a bit of salary cap stuff. But um, I reckon he'll stay. Would you, so who would you, would you rather if you're calling would are you taking are you would you rather bring Cameron in or um oh you do anything to get Cameron in do anything <laughs> yeah um need a forward yeah uh Lockie Neal would have bro- broken the all-time Brownlow vote record if it was a 23 round season good call <laughs> good call yeah I think he, he I reckon he would have gotten to the 40s yeah um if he you know played five four or five games more yeah. um Shay Bolton is the most improved player in the game. Good call off the top of my head. I'm just trying to think who else had a really no, good I'm going to go bad call. Oh, I reckon Oscar Allen's had a real good year. Did have a good what, year. About, what about Jack Steele? I mean, he's sort of improved. Like yeah, and Jack Steele. Yeah. It's been a few. Cal, Cal's yeah, yeah. one of Cal's favourite <laughs> players. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't say he's the most improved. There's others. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Razor Ray is stiff to not be uh, umpire in the grand final. 
That's bad, bad call. Bad call. Yeah. Yeah. Can't bounce the Surpri- ball. Surprised by that. Right? Um, <laughs> Not like you, bro. You got awards for bouncing your, the ball up. Yeah. So. Um, Brad Ebert's retirement came as a, as a surprise. Bad call. Um, just with all his concussions and um, he had some, some health issues there. So I think uh, he was always going to hang the boots up. Anyways, what is he, 30? 29, 30? I think yeah. Is he? Oh, I think yeah, I think he's about that. Okay. Yeah, right. started at the Eagles, of course. Yeah, so. yeah I can agree with that. Yeah. So. Um, and then Tom Lynch cheering up a young power fan and then getting beer thrown at him shows he can't do anything right and he's probably the most hated player in the competition. <laughs> good call. Yeah, good call. He's not very popular at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are all the good call, bad calls. But meaning to ask, how, Emma's, how much have you been t- uh, paying attention to all the trades and delistings? Because there's been a lot of them. It's been a few, hasn't there? Nah, to be completely honest with you guys, you guys probably know a bit more than what I've um, been hearing and only through sort of social media channels mm. that you, you hear what's sort of going on. So uh, the, the Cameron one was, you felt like it was coming, like with the Giants, and they've been trying to keep that team together, but it just takes one person to fall, and I reckon, you mm. know, they've, and they've done well to be able to keep, you know, guys like Kelly and Cornelio, and now Cameron sort of, He's their, their big star, and he's just had a, such yeah. an interrupted year this year with a few injuries, mm. etc. And um, I I think he's done the right thing. I, I just feel like the timing's right. I think the Giants have missed their boat now. They're just mm. too inconsistent. And you've seen what Lynch has done. I know it's not from the Giants, but you leave a you know an expansion expansion club, and then you go and you know he's what's he won a premiership now, and, and look mm. like he could potentially win yeah. two. I think Cameron's looking at that and going, yeah, this could be yeah. my turn too. Yeah, and obviously um, Zach Langdon from Giants, mm. he's requested to trade to West yep. Coast. Is there any players or what do you think the Eagles need um, to add in terms of trades or even at the draft to keep competing to be up there? Um, oh, I think they need a... Uh, a different type midfielder. So they really missed Elliot Yo this year. He was that sort of really hard, defensive, strong midfield. Like you look at Kelly and um, you know, Shuey in particular, and, and even Sheen and, and Gaff. They're all you know very much you know they they get forward, they take mm. the game on. They're all very similar. But the thing is, when you get hurt the other way, or when the team takes you on, they challenge you up. You need a player that really just you know. You know, gets their body in and puts pressure on and, and that's what Elliot Yo does really well they're such a better team with um, Elliot Yo in it so I reckon that's a, a, a bigger body midfielder that's got more of a defensive mindset is mm. someone that West Coast need and, and then that small Willie, Willie Rowley forward type I think they've really yeah. missed too that's yeah. been it's pretty poor they haven't really given Willie Rowley any clarity about what's happening have no they? no it's, um, it has been hasn't um, hasn't been great so yeah hopefully mentally he's going okay but it's been I think a uh, a little bit of noise in the last sort of few mm. weeks that we yeah. might be getting pretty close to a decision there. Yeah, yeah. hopefully, because, yeah, although what he did, you know, wasn't right. Um, it's just not, they should be, you know, should be a bit better, a bit more mm. professional. Um, and also, I was just thinking about it, you're obviously down at AFLW with the Eagles. Are mm. you looking to continue that? Um, yeah, in an ideal world, you know, you want to continue. Um, obviously, there's so much up in the air at the moment mm. with how it all looks and, um, you know whether there's going to be hubs for the AFLW next year, and I think if it is, that's really going to put a lot of pressure on um, you know a lot of the staff members and, and people that you know have got jobs back in in Perth or wherever they are. And I just don't know if they're going to be able to to take that time off to be able to go and um, and commit. So I um, did get a call from Adam Selwood, who is the head of W um, the the AFLW um, a few hours ago. So um, in due course, I'll sit down with him and, and we'll go through it all. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do the quiz now so it's 10 questions we've ramped it up from 5 to 10 you know thought we'd step it up a notch make it a bit longer so it's embers and cow um, 10 sort of grand final 
related questions and yeah, just say your name to answer. So yeah. is it the first one? Ah, uh, yeah. So just okay. obviously say your name, um, and then yeah, there's a few hints and stuff if you can't okay. get them. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, first question: What was the last year two Victorian teams played in an AFL Grand Final? Cow, 2011. Correct. It was Geelong well done. and Collingwood. Collingwood. It was. Yeah. That's a good one, mate. We, I, when I saw that, um, obviously you know. It's, not expected because you know Victoria such teams such a powerhouse yeah. team and there's always been mm. one outside who've made it so yeah Geelong Collingwood I think you made prelim that year as well West Coast we do we got beaten yeah. by Geelong in that prelim so mm. yeah uh, question two who was the substitute in this game for Geelong Embers was it Mitch Duncan it was, correct. He's got it. He's a sub. Yeah, Bray, you can go to the next one. Yep. Uh, next question. Which Richmond Tiger signed a three-year deal at the start of this week? Cow, Shea Bolton. Incorrect. Start of this week. Clearly, there's been so much going on. That <laughs> bloke signed three extension contracts. Um... No, I've got no idea. Performed very well on the weekend. Could... Possibly best on ground, some are saying, for Richmond. Not can I say? Yeah, you can go. Uh, Kane Lambert? No. No. <laughs> He's big. He's a... Uh, yeah. Is it that Bolton? The Bolter? Incorrect. <laughs> Nan Kervis. It was. Toby yes. Nan Kervis, three-year deal. <laughs> he, I think he... 2-1. Yeah. At the moment. Do you want to go to the next one, Ray? Yeah, I'll go this one. Embers, of course, you uh, wore number 32 for the Eagles. And Youngster... Luke English from Mazenod, uh wears that number for the Tigers. He hasn't yet debuted. Uh, but who wears number 32 for the Cats? Cow Grimewise. He's got it. Bang. Is that 3-1? Yeah. Is that 3-1? Oh, yes. Yeah. Jeez, he's We'll just go one back and forth now, Bray. Um, who out of the two grand final teams has played for both sides? Jeez, you're making me think. Cow. <laughs> Josh yeah. Caddy. He's got it. Oh, he's got yes, it. Of course. Of course. Started the Gold Coast as well. So he did, yeah. Um, he's, yeah. Probably, he's fallen a bit out of favour, hasn't he's, he? Um, he's out of the side at the moment. So, mm. But he's played in the, the first two premierships for yeah. Richmond. Yeah. Oh, boy. All this right. is a whitewash. <laughs> yeah. Next question. <laughs> Which player made the All-Australian team this year but did not register a Brownlow vote? Embers. Uh, Brad Shepard. Correct. Correct. Interesting. Didn't uh, obviously you know defenders aren't you yeah, know getting yeah. heaps of votes, but um you know usually not one vote. A, yeah, a couple. And there's I think Jeremy McGovern when he got all Australian didn't get one, didn't get one, no. one either. I saw that. There's I been a few players, I think. <coughs> yeah. Um, it's definitely not the first. Yeah. <laughs> a few more. Uh, Dustin Martin. He would become the first three-time Norm Smith me- Norm Smith medalist if he was to claim it on Saturday. There are three players who have two Norm Smith. Smith's next to the, uh, at least to their name. Name two of them. Embers, McLeod and Hodge. Yeah. Do you know who the third was? Um, was it a Brisbane player? No. no. I should be In the get, 80s. I should be able to get it. <laughs> Played for um, Hawthorne. Oh, yeah, Gary Ayres. Gary Ayres, yeah. yeah. yeah that's it. Um, yep. What's the score now? 3-3. 4-3. Oh, he's coming back. He's got the last two. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how many grand finals has Joel Selwood played in? Embers. 
2009, so he's played in three grand finals. Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> Cow four. Yeah. Four it is, yes. 2008. <laughs> then they lost. Uh, oh, eight, the one he lost, of course. Yeah. I should have got, got that. <laughs> uh, Can't lose now, can I? Can only draw. Yeah. Uh, Safe. So 2016 was the last time the winning team kicked the first goal of the game. Uh, which Western Bulldogs player kicked it? First goal of the game in 2016. Cow, Tory Dixon. Incorrect. No. Yeah, this is very unexpected, this player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, was it... Um, what's his name? Uh, it was on the boundary. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Boyd? Tom Boyd? In- incorrect. Had a blinder that day, but uh, uh, didn't kick, kick first goal of the game. Kick 40? Think? Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Think uh, well, what's his name? I've just seen Pick a little it? blank. Pickett. Incor- Incorrect. Thinking. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He, this guy plays down back, so it was. I think he, you know he's a bit of a swing man, but yeah, I might know now. <laughs> can I go? You can no? go if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cycling. Incorrect. Oh. Rough it. Oh. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> just going through the whole the whole list now. <laughs> Jeez. Um. Wasn't Joe Hennison, no. no. Um. <laughs> Suspense is killing us, boys. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll give, we'll give them the first letter of oh, okay. a name. Okay. Yeah, okay. First or last name? Uh, go first, because eh, the second la- the last <laughs> oh, name yeah, is yeah, two. Okay. Yeah. Letter of the first name is Zed. Oh, Zane <laughs> <laughs> Cordy? Yeah, Zane Cordy. Oh. Zane Cordy. <laughs> it, it's interesting, though, because... I think he the first goal, did he? Yeah, 2017. Um, I know Adelaide, I think Rory Sloan, maybe, or yeah, Eddie Betts. Yeah. 2018, Sloan, yeah. Travis Varco, former yeah. guest of the show. 2019, Jeremy Cameron. So 2016 was the last yeah. time the winning team scored the first goal. So what's the score now? 5-4? I think so. Yeah, it yeah. is. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on fire. So must be Bray's got the last, last one. Yeah, here we go. This is a who am I question. Okay. <laughs> I was born on the 4th of March in 1947. Oh, and I am not a player, uh, but are in fact involved in the media working at the Herald Sun. I was a net. Sheen. He's got it. <laughs> it's five, five. Fin- it's a tie. Finish it off the... Uh, <laughs> we, got, we, we got it. We got it. Uh, a backup question as well. But Bray, finish off the... Um, it was oh, Mark yeah. Sheen, but yeah, uh, it was announced I would announce my ret- it was announced I would announce my retirement recently, which also ended a ten-plus year one-on-one show uh, on Fox Footy uh, called Open Mic. Open of course, Mic. So that yep. finished this week. Yeah, and he, he got interviewed by Jared a- Whaley. Yeah, AFL, Mark Robinson, which is so. pretty fitting. But yeah. it is. We have a backup question, so Time I reckon we do, Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to <laughs> settle on the draw. There's, there's <laughs> none of this winning by two stuff. Yeah. It's just yeah. whoever answers it wins. Uh, Okay, this was just a backup. This was I just poured it in in case we needed an extra one. Um, so, uh, of course, Channel Ten used to broadcast the grand final. In which year did Channel Seven take back over? So they seven had it and then mm, went to ten and then I came back. No, to seven. Um, I know they definitely had it in 06, Channel Ten. Just trying to think when did seven take it? Um, Cow, two thousand and nine. Incorrect. Oh, no. Um, jeez, I don't know. I'd be guessing you boys. Two thousand eight, incorrect. It was. It was going. Two thousand and eleven. No. Oh, 
2012. Bang! It's, it was pretty we confident. Let's speak his big joke. Mr. September. How do you feel? You've just lost the quiz to a, a great, an awesome episode. Up 4 1. How was that? Heartbreak. Oh. <laughs> That's like a Denver Nuggets comeback. Yeah. I like your comment, your comment before. I can't lose. You, you said that, didn't you? <laughs> you did open any draw. <laughs> Surprise yeah. The guests, they just, they just know their footy. Like, well, they would, but um, yeah, they just. Um, we got some Q and A's. A few we did we did request the people to um, send them about the grand final related mm. ones because you know um, obviously last time it was more on your career. But um, so we've got some new followers, uh, so they pro- obviously wouldn't have had the chance last year. So this one's from Neve underscore Hayes or Hayes. Uh, favorite footy memory. Favorite footy memory. Um, well, for me, it's the two thousand six grand final. That's the the one that I recall probably. Uh, yep. more than any other game and um, obviously it's a pretty good one and for, is, is uh, the for everyone Norm Smith is that it was getting displayed at Optus I think or it was at yeah it was op- at Optus for a couple of years and now it's at the at Minerals Resources um, yes. at West Coast yeah they've got it now for a while yeah yep. next right. one Bray next question from Parksy49 how many goals for Tom Hawkins in the grand final this week yeah. <laughs> um so who will he go? Who will get? Who will get him? Asprey, I think. Asprey, yeah, probably. Or yeah, Bolter. Uh, or Bolter. I reckon he'll kick two. Yep. Two. Then this I'll one's not really a, a question, <laughs> right. but Cal, you want to read it out? I'll read it Just out. Thoughts <laughs> on this? This is from Brendan Budd. All right. So, one time at the waffle, you brought your little kid a snow cone, and he didn't want it, so he asked if I wanted it instead, and I said yes, not knowing who you were until. The person behind me told you, uh, you that you were a North Smith medalist. Do you remember that? <laughs> um, <laughs> I vaguely remember it. Was it a Bassanine Oval? Probably was. Yeah, yeah I'm not too sure. He didn't say. Yeah, Still if it was a Bassanine Oval, let him know that I vaguely remember it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure he's listening. Um, yeah, but yeah, those got sort of three. Days, but um, still obviously working in the media and you're doing the f- how's the food, the seafood uh, business sort of Yeah, going? good. Um, so working with Catalanos at the moment, they're a um a family friend of mine who I went to school with at Trinity. They've had a, a big seafood company here in WA for a long period of time. So I'm uh, just doing some work with them, which has been great, and yeah, enjoying the, the media stuff. Obviously, that all dies down a bit at the moment, mm. but I'll um I'll enjoy the game this week and, and look forward to getting back into it next year. Got to cook up some garlic prawns on the Bunnings. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bunnings Barbie, that's right. No, good old Bunnings. They've uh, supplied me with such a cool um, barbecue. So I'll have to fire that up on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, boys, anything uh, else we want to quickly talk yeah. about or um, touch on? I think, you know, we've pretty much covered it about, yeah. about the Nothing game. else for me. Yeah, he's just devastated that he's oh, lost. I've <laughs> lost for words, really. I said, I said before, you're going to lose 10 nil. It was better effort than I expected. Exactly. But um, well, At least Collingwood can't make your week any worse by losing <laughs> the grand final. Exactly. Another exactly. grand final. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm still recovering from the semi. So. Oh. <laughs> recovering. You're probably recovering <laughs> for five minutes in. But um, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, that brings us uh, to closing of the show. Um, you know, it's never taking for granted. So thanks for coming in, not only once, but uh, twice. And, um, yeah, obviously still he- heavily involved in the media. So best uh, best of luck with that and also the cooking and s- seafood. Follow Cooking with Embers on uh, <laughs> Instagram, guys. 
Stay good on you, boys. No, thanks very much, thanks and uh, good stuff with the podcast. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you. It's going to be a huge one on Saturday from you know the build up to the game and, and post match. So um, yeah, thanks to Noah and Luca. Also, great job, and you know, well done to you guys too. And uh, yeah, you'll probably hear our voices one more time in the season review on the Centre Wicket podcast on ninety one point three. So Centre Square, sorry, Centre Wicket is after that. Uh, uh, follow the Instagram and, and Twitter and Facebook. Uh, but for now, we say goodbye, guys.